Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 12th Man Podcast. I'm your host today, Alec, and with me, as always, is Harry. Hello. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I think we should just start by, before we get into the football, the FA Cup and whatnot, I think we should start by paying tribute to the tragic event that happened over the course of the weekend with um, involving Kobe Bryant, among others, in a terrible helicopter crash that unfortunately claimed the lives of nine people. Um, it's obviously an event that has shaken the world of basketball uh, as well as the, the rest of the world as well and we wouldn't really feel right without quickly paying tribute to, to everybody that unfortunately lost their lives in the in the event before we get into stuff. So obviously Kobe Bryant lost his life and his daughter Gianna as well, the pilot Array. Zobian, apologies if we pronounce any of these incorrectly, and John and Kerry and Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mouser and Sarah and Peyton Chester both lost their lives as well. It's obviously a horrible, horrible event and um, our thoughts and uh, condolences are with everybody involved, everybody's family and friends as well. Um, and this weekend also marked a year since the really unfortunate passing of Emiliano Sala as well. Yeah. Um, obviously the events that occurred then are well documented, everybody's aware of them. And uh, yeah, again, our condolences to uh, Emiliano's family and Nantes, Cardiff, um, and also for the pilot who tragically lost his life as well. It was obviously a horrible event, but um, Football United very uh, commemoratively over that and that was something that I think we can all respect and uh, feel quite happy about um, but yeah on to yeah. onto the, the the stuff that actually occurred this weekend with the football so obviously it was the FA Cup fourth round um, arguably probably not the most exciting of fourth rounds that we've ever had no not too many big upsets handful but wasn't there wasn't like a key fixture like there sometimes is in these rounds no and I think that that is it's probably due to the types of fixtures that actually came out obviously there's always these potential banana skins that that are there uh where you've got teams from league one and league two and whatnot and even from the championship playing playing teams from from the top level and there's Mm. there's potential banana skins for big teams but most of them managed to avoid them well funnily enough the two that didn't are two of our teams yes this is true um, yeah they yeah, we'll we'll get onto we'll get onto those, but but first it's probably worth mentioning what occurred at Shrewsbury versus Liverpool two two yeah. draw. Yeah, what were your thoughts on the on the game overall? Yeah, well, I, again, I, I watched the highlights for all of these games rather than the actual games themselves. But um, but Shrewsbury looked really really good. I thought like the 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 truth is you're gonna you're gonna concede chances against even even a very weakened Liverpool team. They're still coached in the way that a top team should be and they even their young players would probably get into most teams at Shrewsbury's level so especially like the ones that did play like Minamino played and um and in the defense was Matip, Fabinho, Lovren, Lovren played. Um, Origi yeah played Origi as well. played Adrian, Adrian in net with, yeah well. which you'd be happy to have them back but um yeah and, and yet through the highlights it looked like Shrewsbury created at least four or five chances so I, I, maybe a draw is a little bit fortunate, but you have to have an element of fortune in these games. And, I mean, I actually think that know. at 2-0 um, at down, um, while being 2-0 down obviously meant that they've conceded chances. Obviously, a really unfortunate own goal just after half-time. So yeah, was, spectacular was, own goal, yeah, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, yeah, truly, truly. I'd be happy with that finish. Yeah, exactly. It was proper nestled into the corner, wasn't yeah. it? But um, Santiago Virgini vibes. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so not quite a screamer. No, like no, but... Um, but Shrewsbury actually had the better of the chances at 2-0 down. Yeah, and they, they, they created three or four really good chances. Mm. All, all really simple as well. They were all just little balls in behind to... Quite route one kind yeah. of style. Well, yeah, a little bit. But they were along the ground. They were proper through balls. And, and just turned out he beat Lovren and Matip for pace. They, I think they, they they went in there and attempted to play a really direct game. Which is what you've got to do. Exactly what you've got to do. I think that they went there, tried to play a, a really direct game. And they really, really took the game to Liverpool. And a lot of people might say, oh, well, it was Liverpool's B team and blah, 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 blah. Mm. Won't mean the blind bit of difference to no, them. No, not at all. Not, not at, all. at all. Well, and, 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 you know, one of their best players, some of their best players played in that game. Fabinho has been one of their best players this season, minus the injury I think, he played. And I think it's pr- it was you know. probably quite a good decision for, although it 
didn't work out overall from the result. I think it was quite a good decision from Klopp to play him in that game. Mm, he's obviously yeah. it's his first start since November, I think. So yeah. it's good for him to get back to full fitness and potentially play against West Ham tomorrow or potentially play at the weekend as well because he's so important how they play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I don't think there's anybody in that team, even Jordan Henderson playing in that pivot can't doesn't do exactly what. No, Fabinho exactly. And does. I think I think Henderson's found. I think they found a really good role for Henderson on that on the right side of midfield. Yeah. To be fair, but um, but it's worth mentioning that uh, Curtis Jones scored again. Yeah, for yeah. Liverpool as well. Yeah. Um, obviously scored against Everton in a third round, uh, where Liverpool actually played a lot, lot, lot better against mm. a. With all due respect to, to Shrewsbury, a far better side than yeah, Everton yeah. as well. Um, so I think Klopp is going to be really, really disappointed with the outcome. And yeah, it's very rare to see a team when you see these the lower division teams beat the top teams. It's quite often they go one nil ahead and they grit grit it out and hold on and um, you know shut up shop. It's it's very rare to see them come back in such a way. Like I can remember Bradford doing it against Mourinho's Chelsea not that long ago, a couple of years ago. At the bridge yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that that happening there, but it tends to be that they they get go ahead and hold on rather than fall two goals behind against what has been one of the best defenses in the country for the last year, couple of years. And I think that Liverpool would have held on um if they didn't play so awful at the back mm, like they yeah. were there was I, I don't think I've seen and uh, we, you know like we said it, it's not Liverpool's strongest team by mm. any stretch but I don't think I've seen that many passes from a Liverpool side you know since probably before Klopp got there or maybe yeah. potentially in the first ha- half of Klopp being there first half of his season or whatnot when they were just getting used to his methods but there were so many loose yeah. passes and just clearing the ball into really dangerous areas as well which was you know you, you, you can't you shouldn't really do that against any team. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, these Shrewsbury players, they're still professional footballers. They still yeah. know where the goal is. They still know mm. what they're doing. Still train week in, week out. You know, perhaps not to the level that Liverpool do, but you can't be putting the ball, heading the ball out to the 30-yard area just outside your box and expect to get away with yeah, it against yeah, any absolutely. team. Really. Well, my yeah. team, like, laid one straight straight onto the Shrewsbury striker at one point. And, Did, yeah. Yeah, and... and 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 you have to give credit to Shrewsbury because the press worked and and I think that's that seems to be the best way to play Liverpool in some ways except when they have Van Dijk who can sort of ping them about anywhere. Mm. Um, so I think I think you have to give credit to Shrewsbury and they've they've earned themselves a really exciting day out. So. Yeah, they have indeed. Um, and while while Shrewsbury did play really well and I, I think a lot of people would agree they're fully deserving of the the replay and potentially even more. Um, mm. They. Got relatively fortunate with the penalty decision. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, and that's would, probably yeah. putting it a little bit lightly. Mm. Um, it, I think it's um, goes without saying that if VAR, if it, if it were being held at Anfield, which is a, a, a ridiculous thing, quite frankly, in my opinion, that you can have um, VAR um, in some games in a tournament and not games in another tournament any yeah. tournament at, at any level it's, it's got to change at some there's point there's got to be uh, a coherent and cohesive regime that comes through yeah with it, it has you know. to be consistent um, so it's fair to say that that penalty would not have been given at Anfield yeah probably um, yeah. because it he would have was... buried the free kick on the edge of the box though yeah well this is, yeah, <laughs> potentially but, but it, it, it was outside the yeah, box well, yeah yeah quite comfortable um, and I don't think um, I, I can't remember who actually went down for the um for the penalty, I don't think they made the most of it in in any regard or anything like that. It, may, yeah, maybe, it was definitely a foul. It, yeah, it was absolutely a foul, and I don't think he's he's attempted to dive into the box mm. or you know get a little leap in there or anything. I just think it's one of those things, you know. Um, it just shows that refs still get it wrong as well. Exactly. Like, like that's that. If anything, that's an example of why we should have VAR in a lot of occasions. Like, yeah, sure, it made the game more exciting, maybe, but I think some Liverpool fans would be pretty hard done by by that. Like I think, especially for like the young players, who it's like a really big chance to prove themselves, to have that happen to them because of a mistake by the referee can, I can imagine, be quite disheartening. So yeah, exactly, yeah. and and this is it's exactly why it was an, an initially spoken about being brought in, and mm. even though it has its issues, and I think we can all agree with that, it is fundamentally why we have it, and mm. that is for the greater good of football. Mm. Um, yeah. Because we have seen a lot of really unfortunate offsides, handballs, fouls that aren't fouls given that have actually cost teams trophies, cost teams Champions League places, mm. cost teams getting relegated, and yeah. and that that thing at the top top level can't 
keep happening yeah so absolutely. so it, it is for the best um but what an exciting day that is going to be yeah at Anfield that's going to be awesome for for shrewsbury town that is yeah that's huge and i think it's um arguably the better team in that game but i don't think they'll have any um problems or feel hard done by by having that kind of day out uh, no at, they can go Anfield. out and enjoy it and exactly have fun exactly it and there's 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 no pressure on them to make some noise yeah there's no pressure on them to reform it's huge for their um it'll be huge for revenue it'll, mm. i presume it'll be televised um yeah um and yeah i think that they can really really look forward to it a team that unfortunately can't look forward to the next round of the fa cup however is Tramir, who uh and this doesn't get said very often these days, but we're absolutely drubbed by Manchester United, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. I would say it's it's interesting with the with that game because again, just watching the highlights, it seemed that yeah they conceded a lot of chances, Tranmere, and and not, obviously United took them, but a lot of them were really great finishes, mm. and and I think that is sometimes you can get something out of that knowing that it was the a quality of finishing that and player quality that outdid you rather than necessarily team performance obviously 6-0 was a lot and you have to look at problems with that yeah. but I think a lot of that comes down to conceding early like they can the Maguire goal was 10 minutes in I think yeah. and then a goal straight afterwards they're quite, and, a lot, yeah. I think three United goals were mm. within quite close proximity and that absolutely yeah. kills any team yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter how much resolve mm. you have as a team you could be Man City you could be Juventus it doesn't matter if you're conceding yeah. three goals within 10-15 minutes mm. that's going to affect any, any yeah. team's morale the crowd aren't going to be behind you at that point, really. Obviously, that you know, um, everybody out there was out there to support Tramway and didn't exactly go there expecting a win by no. any stretch. And I'm sure they're all very proud of the performance that Tramway put in or attempted to put in, let's yeah. say. Um, but overall, Manchester United just had too much quality for them. Yeah, and and on another day they don't score. They don't score like Dalot doesn't. Dalot, I think Dalot's my favourite goal out of those. It's the it was only a one nice that, goal yeah. with the chop. Yeah, because actually yeah. Martial's and Maguire's <laughs> both get deflections. Um, Lingard's is a really nice finish. Really nice um, finish. Yeah. yeah, but the you know on another day uh, they only score three of those rather than six of those, and it looks a little bit like a better game, and maybe it changes the flow of the game a little bit. And mm-hmm. you know it didn't look like Tranmere had a huge amount of chances, like a couple early on, and you know, um, but so obviously they can't really look at it and think we deserve to get anything out of it but I, I don't think it looks like as much of a dis- it's not as looks like as much of a disgrace as a 6-0 scoreline should typically be like it looks like there was some pr- just victims of classy finishing really yeah and, um, and you know and Manchester United did put out a you know yeah very strong team for what Man United have yeah, in, yeah. in this day and age but but still when all said and done a very strong team that should Go to, um, should go to Tramir and get the job done, no problem. Mm, and that yeah. is that is ultimately what they did, you know. Um, Maguire grabbing his first goal for United. Yeah, and um, Dalot's first goal. Uh, Dalot's first yeah. goal. Phil Jones's first goal since 2014. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. He actually got the run around that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was probably the only aspect of United overall that people have any kind of like negativity towards mm. uh, um, for this game is that Phil Jones yeah just absolutely got the run around from, from what I can't remember if he was um, if he was trying to be a striker or if he was a winger or sort of playing a, a little bit inverted but um, he uh, yeah he was it, there was a couple of times Phil Jones was left in the typical Phil Jones position of just yeah. you know that shot of when someone's running away and you sort of see Phil Jones like halfway through the air falling yeah, yeah. on the floor that happened a couple of times but I feel like he's destined to go to either Everton or West Ham next season oh Christ I've said yeah. that every year though. yeah yeah but you go, know it, but yeah potentially it does uh, I can't if United do want to get to the place that they belong when all said and yeah. done do belong and where they want to be yeah. then you know potentially players like Phil Jones probably shouldn't be getting too much of a, a look in which no. in all fairness he isn't no um, he's not no. but um, but still they they, they played a, a, a relatively strong side Mason Greenwood got himself on the score sheet so he's now scored in every competition he's played in this season as well which it's is really good. impressive he, he looks yeah. really good a lot a lot is obviously being made about him and from what I've seen he looks every bit worth the kind of praise mm. that he's getting at the minute so yeah he looks like a tidy finisher I'm not sure about the rest of his game yet I haven't what, I, I don't think he's had enough like I haven't seen enough minutes from him to 
have a good assessment of, of his all-round game. But he at least seems to be able to put it in the net. I mean, p- potentially even Marcus Rashford hasn't quite reached the... And Marcus Rashford's still very young. Is he 22 well, he's, he's or scored something? Well, he scored a lot of goals this season. He has scored a lot of goals. I mean, I've been more impressed with Rashford this season than I have any, any other season. But his, his game originally, obviously when he... Mm. I think his first game might have been um, when Van Gaal called him up for the, the tie against League. Michelin. Yeah, and yeah. I think he scored two and I think yeah, and scored a couple two against Arsenal, Arsenal as well. But, later, yeah. but at, at that point, it looked like, okay, well, this guy looks good. He's obviously fast. Mm. He's confident on the ball. But the main sort of thing about him was that he could put the ball in the yeah, net his positioning finisher. still potentially isn't quite mm. there just he, he yet, can't play on his own no but like and, and but but it's not really been asked of him that much he, mm. you've seen even Solskjaer like um tends to favor playing Martial in a straight out number nine position over Rashford I'm mm. not quite sure where Rashford prefers to play I think yeah I think mean, uh, it would be in a front two with like that's why I find it weird that they got really rid of Rom nice like if they put Roman if they put Romand um Roman Rashford in the front two mm. Um, then I think that would work really nice. Potentially nicely. alleviate some of that pr- pressure to find three good midfielders for yeah, them to yeah. actually play in, yeah, in their team as well. Because they currently they have one and do. he's injured. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but but you know, Although Fred's uh, been alright. Yeah, yeah. He, he has, but but We're only alright. <laughs> but fair to say, United are progressing, and um, obviously, I think uh, Manchester City, who um, absolutely battered Fulham, who got somebody sent off really early, but yeah. still absolutely battered Fulham. And, um, and potentially still Liverpool if they get through are mm. probably still favourites. But United must be looking at this and thinking this is a trophy they could yeah. go for. It's I mean, it's yeah. very much in the running to get top four still, as mm. poor as they've been. But they're still very much in the running to get top four. Mm-hmm. And um, But do you think it would be a particularly successful season for them to finish fifth and to potentially win the FA Cup? Do you think fans would be happy with that? I think it really depends on the way they do it, to be honest. I think it would obviously be great for them to win win a trophy, especially as it looked like at, at no point in the season did it look like that. But the thing is, they have they have shown themselves to be able to show up in big games. So, like, I could see themselves making a run to the final and, and successfully winning a trophy. Mm. But I think it, it comes down more to whether they see themselves improving. And... I suppose that would indicate an improvement. So I think I think it, a fifth and a FA Cup trophy, yeah, probably probably would be considered a success, especially with the state their squad was in in the summer. Yeah, I think I think I think that's fair to say. I think that um, winning a a trophy like the FA Cup for any team should be something to celebrate. Obviously, we'll, we're going to get into it um, a little bit later and talk about whether the FA Cup still is holds the relevance that it potentially once once did and um and whatnot. But I, I think United fans would be like you said, it didn't look at all like they were in the running for anything really. Mm. Um so I think they'll be very pleased with with how things gone. But obviously for them I think their main focus has got to be tr- attempting to cement that Champions League place. Yeah. For I them. Think so. so um so far um United obviously going through this weekend and Manchester City going through this weekend, but there's a couple of Premier League victims claimed, and one of them being my beloved West Ham, which I'm sure you're to very, very Slav- eager to yeah, talk about. Slavans West Brom, mate. Yeah, top, so a, their sec- they're top, aren't they, in the Championship? They're top. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong on this. I don't tend to watch much Championships, which very much might change over the, yeah, the, coming, yeah, in the might, coming months. You might but, be forced um, to. Exactly, but. Um, I don't think they've been doing particularly well of late. I think um, I think both so, the lemon leads have been a little leads. bit of a bad patch. Yeah, exactly. But that always happens in the championship. It gets so dense at this time of the year. But um, for them, always drop points for them, um, and I'd say especially for Slavon Bilic, obviously former West Ham manager, sacked in um, twenty seventeen for the first spell of David Moyes. Yeah. I think it was very much um, an ideal day out for, for yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they were the better team by the look. Oh, by the uh, looks of yeah. The I don't think it, there's it, any questions about that. You, you, yeah. Yeah. It, it looked like... Um, and you played a good team, man. You you, you, mm-hmm. you had you, you had Haller, you had Lanzini. Yeah. You had, you know, you had the whole lot. Yeah. I mean, it just we, didn't work. so we made um, four changes mm-hmm. from our last Premier League game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was Leicester four yeah. one, um, which was you know is what it is kind of thing. A we joy. weren't particularly good. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't particularly good. But Leicester have done that to a few teams this season. So, yeah. um, 
But West Brom made eight changes. Yeah, Gareth Barry, man. Yeah, Gareth, Gareth Barry. <laughs> yeah, thirty-eight-year-old Gareth Barry Absolutely, running the midfield yeah. against so, your midfield. So I think I think it's fair to say while they're a Championship team and we are, as things currently stand, still a Premier League team. Um, just about. Just about. <laughs> I think it's worth saying that arguably the the golfing class when you take into account form and um, like general kind of. Um, uh, attitude and like mood around the both camps I think it's fair to say this was always going to be a really really even game mm. and it did ultimately turn out to be a relatively even game West Ham made a few really good chances unfortunately didn't hit the target until the 89th minute which was a 25 yard shot from Declan Rice yeah. which is which, which bounced against the ground didn't it it's, it did yeah, yeah. And, and this is at home we're talking about as well this yeah. you know it, 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 it does it indicate that maybe the, the Moyes bounce back is hasn't lasted as long as you needed it to I don't think it lasted at all I mean <laughs> I, I think we, we we had a game where we played Bournemouth um, you won 4-0 didn't you won 4-0 at home but, but, but wasn't again, that a bit generous that um, result, or was it more of a routine 2-0 win than a than a 4-0 win I think it was a. I think it, it, it I think 4-0 was very justified but I think that Bournemouth didn't really put up much of a fight mm. I don't think they really could put up much of a fight and that's not to say that you know the Titans of West Ham or anything like that but yeah as we've spoken about previously on our previous shows like Bournemouth obviously very very struck by injuries at, at, at the minute and at the time then as well um, but but yeah this this is really disappointing for for me personally as a West Ham fan I'm sh- as I'm sure it is for a lot of West Ham fans but there is uh, an aspect of it which is like okay well perhaps we've now. got bigger fish to fry on, yeah. in this you know like I think it's fair to say that while having a good cup campaign for teams is is awesome especially for mid-table teams like it it, it really brings a certain light to your season like like Mm. you guys yourself like you just about stayed up last season Brighton we're talking about here just about Mm. stayed up two points but you got to the semi-finals yeah but we had a very easy run to get there but but you got there you got got the day out at Wembley yeah yeah, the day out was the best exactly best part of last season So, so so brilliant but perhaps the Luxury, and I will say it's a luxury of a good cup run, can be reserved more for those teams that don't quite have as much to worry about in the league. Mm. Somebody like perhaps Palace, Everton, Sheffield United, these kinds of teams where Southampton, Southampton, exactly. Like you know, we just a few weeks ago we were talking about them sort of still being in trouble, and obviously they've they've done a really impressive turnaround. And but um, I think it's fair to say that and I don't like to use this phrase because it, it has such negative connotations but extra games on the calendar mm-hmm. perhaps wouldn't have been beneficial for us there's a reason teams are making eight changes West Brom are making eight changes because they realised that the fighting for promotion is way more important Liverpool made seven or whatever it was or eleven Did that, was, no it was more than that wasn't it it was probably yeah. Liverpool made a load of changes. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was eleven. Yeah, I don't think I mean, Fabinho. I, mean, I think Fabinho played, played in the last game, or has it been Van Dijk? No, it's been Van Dijk and Gomez. Yeah, for the past so, few so it weeks, would have been eleven which changes. Which has worked yeah. a charm really for yeah. them. Yeah, neither Trent or Robertson played. No, no, no. So. And and another day on the calendar for Newcastle as well, yeah, who yeah. were held by. Oxford at Newcastle because it turns well. out Newcastle can't score, which should, shouldn't surprise anyone. But I mean, take taken to a, a replay by Oxford, who actually knocked West Ham out of the Carabao Cup in mm. in good fashion and and um, and whatnot. But um, but taken to a replay by them and for Rochdale as well. That's poor, isn't yeah, it? Really? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I mean, it shows that I don't know where Oxford are and how they're doing, but it shows that they've clearly got something about them that they managed to make it difficult for two Premier League teams in two different competitions. Yes, um, and they played against Manchester City in the mm. Carabao Cup. Can't really recall what happened there, but obviously yeah. we know that Manchester City came out on the the better side of things. But to to say that you played against three Premier League teams this season and only lost to one of them, yeah, quite impressive. Yeah, it is very impressive. Um, but Newcastle are going to be really disappointed by that, aren't they? I think so. Although, although you, yeah, especially especially as you probably put them in that category of relatively safe teams. Even though, again, once again for the third week running now, I'm going to mention that I don't think they're that good. Um, but yeah, I think it was interesting because Newcastle played a pretty strong team. They had Saint Maximin, they had Joe Linton, um, so it wasn't as if they they played all most of their best forwards. 
um, and it just didn't quite work out for them. It's not really saying a lot for Newcastle, though, is it? That no, they not really. But, forwards, but, but, they're, but they're still. <coughs> but no, no, you're yeah, right. And, and ultimately, again, um, probably should be winning at home. Yeah, you've got to think so. And as well, um, St James's Park was actually full. Yeah. Um, which hasn't been obviously occurring um, this Premier League campaign due to, you know, um, pr- protests, I suppose we'll call them, like, yeah. you know, um, boycotts, yeah. you know, whatever term you'd like to coin for it. But um, it's nice to see the fans turning up for, for that game. And this is, I've you know, n- nothing against the Newcastle fans in this regard. I, I actually think that the best way to get your point across as fans is to hit them them being the owners chairman whatever in, in their pockets it's yeah. the only way they're actually going to listen although the money from the ticket sales doesn't hold, doesn't do a whole lot to them I think it's no. more it's the profile of people not showing up it sends up. a signal yeah yeah it, yeah, sends it does, a signal, it does send it? a message um, yeah. which you know uh, obviously not going to spend too much time talking about it because I, I could go on for hours talking about it but um, we have the same sort of thing at West Ham we've got mm. like, uh, close to like you know full-blown like mutiny mm. stage again at, at West Ham I think but we're still getting 50 odd thousand people a week turning up to the yeah. turning up to the games and stuff which is great great supporting your, the turning team up and, to your running track yeah 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 exactly yeah but um, it's obviously great supporting your team and stuff but it doesn't send much of a signal and I think um, hopefully for Newcastle Potentially that might be getting resolved with talks of a takeover, which we're going to address on our next show, which will be a Premier League update. But mm-hmm. um, but uh, again, an, another replay for them, another game on the calendar, a lot of injuries. Um, I can't imagine Steve Bruce is particularly happy about it at all. No, I, you'd have thought he's, he's not too pleased to have a replay, mainly. You know, it, um, it, can, just, it can just be, a, like you say, a clogged up fixture list. I think... You'd expect um, this was a real chance to prove that they've got more goal-scoring power than they have shown so far in the Prem. You know, they've been winning games 1-2-0 or 2-1 or, 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 you know, very tight games. And, and, you know, at least they didn't concede. But, yeah, probably not too impressed with that. They came close to conceding a couple of times. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, again, credit where credit's due to, to Oxford. Like, Newcastle, like you said, in your opinion, obviously the worst team in the, the league for the way they play and, and yeah. whatnot. But that, that's probably still an exaggeration a little bit, but like, yeah, I think I think they don't deserve to be where they are, But is, it's, is my opinion. But it's fair to say that, like I said, credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, and I think Oxford will probably quite fancy themselves at home, won't they? Yeah, I'd think so. I'd think, I'd think they'd... After um, watching Rochdale, obviously, yeah. hold uh, Newcastle in the, in the previous round, I, I don't understand why they wouldn't think that they could give it. And yeah, why not? That's going to be a really good night in it you know it's, yeah. it's a place, it's good fun place that we absolutely yeah. bounce in you Re- know, replays like... are amazing for the lower town teams especially ones that don't have much to fight for yeah um, because it's just you get two fixtures against the Premier League club it's just a great experience you mm-hmm. know? Um, it's always always good thing to have and you get to see big players in, in uh, at your in your stomping ground yeah play, absolutely you know and, and fair enough Newcastle probably don't have the, the biggest players in the league by any stretch of the imagination but mm. still for those Oxford Town fans uh, is it Oxford Town? Oxford, it's Oxford, it's it's Oxford, Oxford United Oxford United yeah, yeah. sorry um, it's going to be cool for them to see a lot of Premier League players probably playing at, at, um, at their stadium mm. I think they'll probably give a few of them a little bit of stick if they give, give, oh, give yeah. it a chance John, John, John Joe and Andy Carroll will yeah, probably yeah, get a little yeah. bit of it if he if he mm. makes the team I don't I never quite understand his fitness even if it was yeah. West Ham I could never quite put my finger on whether he was fit or not <laughs> to play but um, so the FA Cup draw for the fifth round has been made as well mm-hmm. um, I think it's fair to say again um, not too many exciting fixtures really no, no like absolute blinders there's no, t- no the very best against the very worst if you know what I mean but again this is one of those things it's it's what Obviously, a lot of people have different opinions on what they believe to be exciting fixtures. Mm. And obviously, for um, the supporters of any team, for them to be playing bigger teams or whatever is always exciting. But for a neutral perspective, um, it's about what you regard as exciting fixtures, really. Mm. And I think if you've got potentially a team... So I, I think quite an exciting one, personally, out of the, the draw. I'll run through the draw in a minute. But 
Portsmouth versus Arsenal for me is quite an exciting one. Yeah. Portsmouth doing relatively well um, in in League One, you know. Um, still very much pushing for for a playoff place, which will be, I think, great for everybody to see. Obviously, um, younger viewers might not really remember quite as much the. the I, I barely do. But I remember about Portsmouth. But the that the, much. the the. the, the Events that occurred at Portsmouth with with them just being, you know, I believe they finished sixth one year in the mm. in the Premier League, and then to just to drop down and drop down and drop down to the to the depths for a team like that is awful. But um, but they'll be up for that, won't they? The yeah, fans yeah, as well, yeah. like Arsenal. You know, it's a taste like, of the good old days. That's a, that's a that's a that's the perfect match between being a, a, a as a as an opponent in a FA Cup game. I'll say it's a perfect match between being a huge team which they are a huge team mm. and a team that you could think oh, we could could actually do this could couldn't we go, like, yeah. you know we could have a go here I think Arsenal will have no problem rotating in a few players yeah yeah you um, thought Arteta will send the youngsters out and they've got some, but a lot of those youngsters are really good Martinelli mm. like, has yeah. given a really good account of themselves every time he's played I really like mm. the look of Joe Willock well he's starting in the league now exactly Martinelli and, and Saka scored um, yeah. um, was it last night against or last night against Bournemouth was it Monday? I'm not sure yeah I'm last sure. night against Bournemouth um, so he scored as well um, um, Eddie Nketiah has yeah. just come back from Leeds I believe he also scored as well mm-hmm. Um so it'll be exciting to see some of these players playing as well. But um, I think Portsmouth will feel really up for that, won't yeah, they? Yeah, why not? You've got to go, go exactly. have some fun. And you've also got Sheffield Wednesday versus Manchester City. Which Sheffield be... Wednesday knocked out Brighton, so I want City to win about 6 or 7 nil. Okay, yeah. Nice. You're one of those, are you? Yeah, bitter. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you be? Well, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's always quite interesting to track the team. They deserve to be us, by the way. I'll just know. make that clear that we were rubbish in that It's game. always they interesting to, to track them and see where they get because obviously yeah, yeah. if things would have gone another way you would have ended up getting that team if you would have yeah. got through the, the the rounds and whatnot and then you've also got um, Reading or Cardiff against Sheffield United yeah um, so that's a bit that's kind of a normal one that one I think yeah exactly uh, you've got um, so the winner of the Shrewsbury Town or Liverpool game will be playing Chelsea at the bridge which um, I think Liverpool Chelsea that would be awesome it would be awesome I mean it would be it... either of those is fun I'd say yeah either of them are fun are fun, and I think um, if Shrewsbury do manage to not live well I think they're going to be I think everyone's going to be rooting for them at that point you know? yeah I think so um, so it'll be interesting obviously Chelsea beating Hull this weekend um, mm-hmm. in a you know a, a, they played alright um, um, against Hull 2-1 two, two, win in the end But and then you've also got West Brom who obviously knocked out uh, West Ham this weekend against Newcastle or Oxford uh, that'll be um, at West Brom as well, and then you've got Leicester versus Coventry or Birmingham. Mm-hmm. You've got Northampton Town or Derby County against Manchester United, which again could be a really interesting. Yeah, one especially well. with them at home. Potentially Rooney playing against United as oh, well. That would be, yeah, Is that okay, something yeah, you'd yeah, do? yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it would, would be. be yeah. That would be sick. That, that's probably the best result uh, out of that if, if Derby beat Northampton. Yeah, and you know, uh, it, again, it'd be. It's always nice to see the smaller teams go through, and all due respect to Northampton, they are a smaller team than mm-hmm. than Derby, but mm-hmm. that would be interesting that to see Rooney playing against United. That'd, wouldn't be, it? that'd be really fun. Um, and then you've got Southampton or Spurs against Norwich, mm-hmm. which you know could be could be good as well. Um, and then yeah, as I mentioned before, Portsmouth versus Arsenal. Um, so yeah, not too many not too many fixtures that particularly stick out there but it's still at the stage where there's a, there's enough games for I feel like it gets really tense around the sort of semi the um like it was yeah when there's a, just slightly less teams if you know what I mean yeah because you start to, it's, start to it's, see the bigger clashes you yeah know? you start um, to see what the final could look like yeah um, like if there's a like say a couple of the smaller teams come go through this and play each other and you know you're going to have uh, let's say Derby in the in the semi finals. Mm. It's gonna it's gonna be exciting. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on? And obviously, this is something that you experienced last season. What are your thoughts on semi final FA Cup semi finals being played at Wembley? Yeah. Um, the the problem is is it, my my view on it kind of got diluted by uh, or not not so much diluted. Like um, the experience of it's got diluted from playing Spurs at Wembley. I would say. Um, ah, okay. Yeah. So when Spurs were 
moving into the stadium, you mean because you, they yeah. were playing their league games there? Yeah, so, so I'd, I'd been, been to Wembley twice before we went to Wembley. This to is play obviously City. a different occasion, different yeah, competition. Yeah, yeah, and you've got different um, TIFOs knocking about and different. Yeah, there's always a bit of a different atmosphere in the cup. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It is. It was a. It was one of the best days out I've ever had. In, uh, had had at a football ground. Like we did the whole box park thing, and it was really exciting. And you know. It, I'd rather it was used for something than, than Wembley sat there and doing nothing. Um, that was more of a criticism of uh, my experience having of Tottenham having used it more so than the FA okay, Cup round sure, itself. Yeah. Um, I understand why some people think the final should only be played at Wembley, but um, I, think, I, think it's, I think it can be good fun. I think, I think it's quite a nice experience to be able to go out and enjoy a big day at Wembley. And I've, I've, I think when you get to the semi-finals where it's one game, I think it's fair for it to be somewhat of a neutral ground. You know? Yeah, I I think I agree. I mean, I kind of I, I did I well I I had issues with it, and mm-hmm. you know not issues that I you know stick my flag in the ground and you yeah, know get yeah, too yeah. arsy about it and whatever. But to me, um, it's you know Wembley is FA Cup final. Yeah, you know Carabao Cup final as well. Fine, whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Playoff finals. You know mm. Wembley. Yeah. So. My kind of thing of it is okay. Let's say, uh, let's say, like yourselves, Brighton got to the semis last year. Yeah. Uh, obviously, played Man City in the semis, but let's say you go there, and um, Brighton's obviously not crazy far away from Wembley, but no, you know, it's you've got, a very easy journey. Let's for say us. you've got Newcastle. Mm. Like you know, let's say Newcastle get to the um, to the semi-finals. Got a big, big day out for them, mm. you know. And obviously, it's a big day out for any team, but to travel all that way and you know, like you know, big day like down in down in London whatever whatever really really exciting and you let's say they you you win the game and then you end up at, at Wembley again is is it not kind of a bit like obviously you you're going to be super excited because you do you worry it like de- it, that it devalues I do what yeah would, what would be the proper well, Wembley you, experience I mean I don't I don't think any any fan game. is going to mm. a a I don't think any fan of any football team is going to a final, especially something like the FA Cup final, um, and they're not going to be excited. Yeah. But I do think that if you've already played there that season, then it does kind of take away a little bit from it, does yeah, it not? Yeah, I, I think if we'd beat Man City, uh, I don't think I would have lo- I don't think I would have um, sort of lost any of the of the excitement of going there again. I personally. Because um, I felt like the 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 prize of going to the FA Cup semi final at Wembley is going to the FA Cup final at mm. Wembley. If you, if you know what I mean, there is still a prize there to be won. Yeah, like simply being in a final is it's something to be immensely proud of as yes. a club like us. Like, and and I think the 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 trouble with going to the semi final at Wembley is is it somewhat felt like an unique experience as a Brighton fan because we we had sort of limped our way through to the, to the games. And I, I and I don't want to discredit how well we played in some of the games, but, you know, we, we got very lucky against Millwall and things like sure. that. Like yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We, that we, yeah. The goalkeeper dropped it into the yeah, goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we played terribly all game. We deserved to be 2-0 down. Went um, to extra time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, penalties, actually, yeah. Penalties. Well. Well, I think it was okay, penalties, yeah. yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It was extra time. Glenn Murray tapped one in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it wasn't a... I, I wouldn't have felt strange going to Wembley for a second time that season if you know what I mean I don't think that would have devalued my experience of the final that much personally yeah and 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 ultimately um I'd say that one of those teams that gets to the semi-final Mm. isn't going to get to the final yeah so for teams to actually get a taste of Wembley yeah I I think it's a good thing it is really nice and obviously but there's still a certain part of me that thinks, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit of a purist about it or being something. Being a bit traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, know, I, like, I understand why people think, people think it should be only left for the really special occasions. But I think it's... My... my um, I would admit, on the day, going up and uh, going to the Wembley, it, I, I initially I felt like... I didn't have as I wasn't as excited for it about it as I would have been if we were still in the championship or we hadn't been to Wembley because of Spurs. Like I feel like that that was my initial thoughts, but after spending you know two hours in the box park with all the fans like getting drunk and celebrating the the occasion, and then going to watch a, a Wembley Stadium half full of Brighton fans, yeah, so rammed chock a block with blue, mm. like that that was 
what was the unique experience about it for and me. I've, it was that's so, so ultimately uh, got to know, take precedent. Hasn't it, it, it? it felt like a fans, really special it? occasion. Yeah. It felt like a really good day. Um, sure. Whether that whether it felt like an earned good day is maybe a different question, but it was one of the best experiences I've had on a match day. So, do you think it potentially? And you know, there's we'll, we'll get onto this in a minute. There's obviously certain aspects of the FA Cup that are being talked about being reformed, but my kind of thing with this is while you know getting to go to Wembley is big and blah blah blah. I kind of thought that initially when Wembley reopened and they start having FA Cup finals back at Wembley that they could do um, semi-finals at completely neutral grounds and obviously Wembley mm. is a neutral ground but let's say um, that Brighton Manchester City game would have been held at Villa Park yeah. something like that you know which actually turns out geographically is pretty close yeah, in you, the centre for the two of, of them yeah. but something like that perhaps or a game, game at Old Trafford or Maybe. Tottenham's new stadium yeah. as well like something like that perhaps the, but the trouble with that is when the season's still running and things like that you, you know you get into sort of conversations about pitch quality and, and it's already uh, I spo- yeah. yeah I suppose you're, it's already well I mean you saw the pitch down at, yeah, was yeah. it the Tra- Tramier's pitch yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've played on better pitches than that <laughs> yeah, well, yeah but you're probably not going to get something like that at, at Spurs Stadium no matter what part of the season it is but, but I take your point and, and, I, and I think it's valid so yeah on to other parts of the FA Cup which are being spoken more seriously about being reformed um, I think the big question this season and perhaps over the past few seasons as well but it, it seems to have really come to light this season is that old question of does the cup still hold its magic mm. um, wh- wh- where, where do you lie on, on this issue and let, let's talk Firstly, let's maybe address the um, calls from certain sectors of, of, of football for um, no more replays. Let's take that for instance. So where, mm. where, do, you, where do you stand on FA Cup replays well, at, at, all, at all rounds? Well, I, I, I think they're a good thing um, because I think I, I like as when, when experiencing the, re, the replay idea when you're in the lower leagues and the... And the the bottom tiers, it feels like a prize of its own. If, if like with Shrewsbury, for example, the fact that they had Liverpool come to their ground, mm. they might have felt hard done by They would have been like, oh, do you know what? I really would have preferred a day out in Anfield. Mm. And they've just earned it. Yeah. They've just earned the right to go to Anfield for a day and mm-hmm. have, have a great day out. And, and they really did earn it. Yeah, yeah, well. exactly. And, and so I, I don't necessarily have a problem so much with that. Um, one, I would maybe consider that instead of a replay, you allow teams to sort of negotiate the fixture yeah so, I've, so I've say if Shrewsbury talk of this a little bit yeah so say the draw was made and it was right Shrewsbury Town at home against Liverpool and they're like right we're not going to have a replay if you would rather have the day at Anfield you can offer to Liverpool to do that if you would rather that be the thing you wanted to do obviously you, you can't have Liverpool then go we want to play at home mm. you can give the home team the chance to say we would rather play at Shrewsbury um or, or the home the home sorry you could have have Shrewsbury to go we would rather play at Liverpool because that would be a better experience for us, we, you know, may, and and it would be better for our fans. And I, I think I would always rather do that. I think I would always, except for now when we're in the Premier League and we're playing these teams anyway. I think I would always rather go play at the Premier League ground as yeah, a lower team. I think so. Um, even though there's, even though unless you seriously believe you've got a chance of winning the game, where well, you'd obviously want the home fixture. Um, it depends how many teams would really actually end up doing that because they would probably. Maybe they would prefer the sellout stadium yeah. and the TV rights and probably has I some think advantage it's, to it's it. Also, it's also quite potentially quite a divisive thing as well because mm. you, you're you putting something into the control of the clubs, mm. which I think a lot of supporters who, who support teams that perhaps don't agree with how they're run yeah. or I think that giving... Uh, owners and, and, and chairman... I don't, I don't know where you would necessarily give the choice to, but potentially is is uh, i think for a lot of fans they wouldn't quite like that let's say you give you give that to mike ashley mm. you give that choice to mike ashley i don't think newcastle fans think that he even deserves the opportunity to to have any kind of input on this kind of thing and keeping it out of the control of of because ultimately but that's just true of any aspect of the football club you know I, I think i think you have to leave that up to clubs to decide and the, and the fans to disagree or agree with the decision but i i, I don't i don't you know, if if that's the if the argument is is you don't give clubs power, then the, then the because of irresponsibility, then the irresponsibility of the clubs have already won. 
because you haven't given the given them the fans yeah, the chance I, I'd to agree with that but I, I just think the reason I, re- I I love competitions where they draw teams mm. and the reason I love that so much is because it's apart from the way they've done like the Euros and the way they do the Champions League because of logistical things and, mm-hmm. and whatnot and seeding and, and etc but these types of competitions like the FA Cup that there's just a genuine genuine magic in it for me of seeing someone pick the the ball out of the the spinny mm. thing and you know and you know like especially when Rod you remember when Rod Stewart did it have you ever seen that no, when he I did it oh mate we'll, we'll watch this after this mm-hmm. is this is crazy so Rod Stewart um for any of you who haven't seen it I would urge you to go and watch Rod Stewart uh involved in the uh Scottish Cup draw one year where he's mm. I think it's fair to say he'd had a couple of drinks before he'd, he'd got on, got onto on, onto the screen. But for me, there's just something so magic about it being out of anybody's control on where teams are going to play and whatnot. Mm. Um, but I do, I do just think the reason I like the replay so so much as well is that any team playing at home, um, and okay, you've got Liverpool, much better team than Shrewsbury, let's say. But any team playing at home, if they then don't win, it's like, well, you've had your chance to win. In, in your back backyard mm. now it's our turn yeah you know, yeah you know and I, I really like that and I think it really levels the playing field I really like um and a, a little bit of side note but I really like the uh, uh, away goals in in Champions League and stuff like that because I really yeah think I'm, there a, is... I'm actually less convinced about the away goals rule personally oh, I love it yeah I love see, it. See, I, just, I, I like, the, I like the problem is, is a little like, bit of maths yeah the problem I mean? yeah yeah there's a little bit of sophistication the, to it for the, pro- me. the problem with it is is I actually don't think it accomplishes what it tries to do because the, the intention of the away goals is to make it so that the away team doesn't just sit and defend doesn't for just sit and defend, no. yeah but all that actually means is that the home team are forced into um are forced into playing really carefully mm. because if they concede a goal, it's it's two goals. You know, it, 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 that, yeah, I think yeah. it has the opposite effect. I think the only fair way to do it is is straight up. You kind of just let the game be the game. Yeah. Like you know, and and it actually gives sometimes can give a real advantage to the to the depending on the circumstance to the second game. Like if a team knows they can go and like like it can make the second game really boring. If the away team nick mm. a goal and make it one 0 they're going to defend for the whole game because the other yeah. team need to yeah, score. Yeah, that's true. You know, d- the I other d- team need to score twice. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. I just think there's something about I, probably because we don't get it in other competitions yeah, so yeah, much. So yeah. I think it, it's quite nice to have these little stipulations and mm. stuff in in certain tournaments. But, but but back to the FA Cup anyway. Like, uh, where where do you lie on on this as, this argument of, of of the cup? You know, not mm. possession possessing the magic that it once had. Do you, do you think that's true, or do you think it's something that we're kind of reinforcing yeah. to ourselves by keep talking about it? Yeah. Well, the 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 sort of presupposition of the the FA Cup not having any more magic is is that it was init- it was previously an incredibly important tournament and obviously it was but i can't exactly speak to exactly that level of importance because we weren't around in the era where people really worshipped it that much sure. um so so i can't speak to how true that is that the FA Cup is so far away from what it was then but um which which is what is always um you know, it was always said by the old guard and the sort of uh, people who are around for that era. I think it depends on how much value you place on it personally as an individual. I still think there's people out there who who, who adore it, and I think the players take it seriously. I think um, I think I, I think the fans take it seriously. Generally, I think the fans especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 I think um, <clears throat> it the the conversation about what could you do to make it more important. It's like well. The thing is, the prize of winning the FA Cup is no longer the FA Cup, in my opinion. It's 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 Europe, hmm. which which makes it so that the only people who it has any value to are teams outside of Europe. Hmm. So the only teams it's really exciting for are everyone outside the top six and the top seven and eight, really. Yeah. So that that's my view on it. Is is that the FA Cup's at, at its best, and I think everyone agrees with this when it's the teams that have a chance to get into Europe. Hmm. And and for me, that was the most exciting thing about the FA Cup run last season was. Jesus, if we win this, we're going to get to play in Europe. We're going to get to play Sevilla next season, yeah, and stuff like that. That was what was exciting to me about it, and you know the the opportunities that that brings to your club. Like, yeah, obviously having an FA Cup is is you know in your trophy cabinet is an amazing thing, and you should be incredibly happy for it. But that was the much more exciting prospect for me as a, somebody who goes to the games mm. was, and who has had a season ticket is and watched us grow from being a League One club to a European League club. That was that was like the that was um that's the prize to me and i think that 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 is quite telling of mm. where we as fans generally are kind of at with the fa cup that that 
to a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of people uh, agree with with the point you've just made that winning the trophy is not the most important thing. Then, mm. yeah, well, at least for the, um, I mean, it's obviously for massive s- for a certain but, team. So but, to say, well, I f- I feel like that to me, and probably to a lot of other <clears> people, is the real prize of the FA Cup mm. is is the Europa League, and obviously that does not apply mm. to. Um, the top six, yeah, and they tend to be the ones who get to the final. I think, I think the, the the trouble is that obviously everybody's got their opinions on on how football should be run and and what what they love about football, and ultimately that's what makes it like so special. It's what makes us actually be bothered to spend our time doing this, and for people to hopefully spend their time listening to it. But I think as fans, we're both guilty in a sense of suppressing the true value of the FA Cup. And ultimately, bigging it up in aspects where it potentially shouldn't be at the same time. And obviously, it's really tough to find the appropriate level of respect for something that is ultimately subjective. Yeah. Like you know, it really is. But well, well, and 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 you know, everyone always talks about how it's the league that's most important. It's like yes, it is. Yeah. So like, how much? How much? Like. Maybe that devalues the value of the cups, but they're always going to be worth less. Yeah, I mean, and, and with the Champions League as well, it pretty much these days goes the league, the Champions League, FA Cup, League Cup, in yeah. my opinion. And yeah. I think that I, some people would be like, "Oh, the Champions League is a big deal." I don't think it is. I think that I think that your domestic league is still the big deal, except when you're PSG. Um, sure. Yeah. Know, yeah. Farm, or by, farmers or League or in some whatever. Case. Yeah. But, um, I think the, the trouble comes when I think a, a, at the minute you can see the general direction of where the annoyance at, especially the calendar of the cup is mm. coming from. And it's, you know, this isn't like a socialist, like blah, blah, blah statement to make, but ultimately it's coming from the, the biggest and most powerful teams in the country. Mm. Um, Jurgen Klopp has obviously had a lot to say about it, about it this weekend. And, and, and his big issue with it is, you know, like like we said previously, is games on the calendar. Yeah. And my argument to that would be, as much as respect as I have for Jurgen Klopp, I think he's extremely charismatic. Seems like a genuinely nice guy, mm. and he's fundamentally one of the best coaches we've had in this league of all time. Yeah. And I've got no no questions about that. The things he's done with that team are incredible. Yeah. Win your fucking first game. Do do, do you win th- your first game? But the the thing is, is do do you think? Um... Do you think that he would have changed? He would have made eleven changes if he had a week before and a week after the game to to rest his players. I don't think he would. I think he would have still made eleven changes. I th- I agree with that. I think if you look at the types of squads that and you know we said Fabinho played and Adrian and, and, and Matip and they they should have got the job done. Mm. But ultimately, if you look at the the types of teams that Klopp has put out in domestic competition, especially the FA Cup as well, is poor for what mm. they have. And I just think, ultimately, you took your strongest possible team to Abu Dhabi to play in a cup competition mm. that nobody in this country gives a single yeah, fuck about. But they're champions of the world. I wish their fans would remind yeah, us of that yeah. at some point. <laughs> that is that, a that, very, I, very they important... Should, they should probably yeah. chant that at some games at some point. But isn't that really, like, quite telling of where we're at, that that a, t- a team that yeah, uh, they pride themselves on all of these them. trophies that they've won and stuff favoured winning a cup competition that nobody gives a fuck about unless you're in mm. South America yeah. which fair play to them you know like obviously they they have a huge footballing culture over there and I've got a lot lot of respect for it while I don't know an awful lot about South American football but fair play to them absolutely and Roberto Firmino was obviously and, and Fabinho and whatnot were probably the most excited in that Liverpool team about winning I imagine yeah because they're, they're Brazilian born and bred and to, to that part of the world it's a very important tournament but to see Liverpool really actually prioritising that over the FA Cup. Mm. It's really disappointing, frankly. Yeah. And, and and Klopp's latest comments about, I don't know if you've seen what he said, but he's literally come out and said, and I, 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 I forgive me if I um, paraphrase, but he's literally come out and said that he will not take charge of the game against Shrewsbury yeah. next because he's going to, and I quote, respect the winter break. Which is just a dick move, frankly. Yeah. Like it really is. It yeah. pays zero respect to Shrewsbury Town. Mm. It pays zero respect for their fans. It pays zero respect for the fixture itself. Yeah. Instead, he's going to respect it, a season. And it doesn't yeah. pay any respect to the players. Yeah, 
I would be I'd be fine with it if he came out and said we're gonna. I, I would I think there should be a winter break, which we which already gets talked about. We have but, it but, as well. We do actually yeah. have it. It's a yeah. couple of weeks. Fair yeah, play, yeah. you know, like it's maybe not enough for somebody who's come from Bundesliga where they have a a winter break that works very well for them. But it's actually ultimately really put in there because of their shit weather. Mm. Like it's not really to do with logistics too much. It's yeah. because of shit weather. Well, but, and, I, and actually, I've, I, isn't the team that have played the most games this season Wolves? Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, and, I think, and they played about twelve players. I think last week against I can't remember who they played last week in the league but I think that was their 39th fixture of the yeah, season yeah I think they've played the most games and, and, which is huge and, 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 and I've never heard Nuno complain about it once he, he very well could have done but yeah. I, I, I agree I haven't heard him complain about it you know like I've paid all due respect to Klopp when speaking about this and like that but he does like a bit of a moan sometimes doesn't occasionally, he occasionally yeah you know and, I th- and you know if you look at a team like Newcastle, for instance, the amount of injuries they have over this busy, busy calendar obviously affects them. Mm. But for a big superpower like Liverpool to be complaining about something like this is, it, I, I, I just think it's quite sad, quite frankly. And 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 and, and that's not even like, oh, you're yeah. a sadder. I think it's sad for the, the tournament, and yeah. you know, I think it's sad for the FA Cup because to 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 say that, oh, maybe we should have a tournament. The tournament be so that the big big teams don't play. It's mm. not what people want. Yeah, people want you want those big days out. Even yeah. as even as West Ham and Brighton fans, respectively, you know, big big clubs ultimately in the grand scheme of things compared to the ninety two or whatever. But mm. we want those big days out. We want those. We want. I want the big big names in the cup. Perhaps a little bit later in the cup. Maybe the quarters, the semi, something like that. Mm. But I want the big names in the cup. I want those big days out. You know. Yeah. So, I just I just think that. Perhaps we need to look at the bottom up instead of the top down in this, because the cup competitions has always been about the the smaller teams, and I think that to to pay not much respect to it, like I believe Jurgen Klopp is, is it's just quite upsetting personally. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it seems um, he's been talking about it a lot, the sort of fixture list and that thing. It's like, well, the Premier League's kind of over, like. For them, yeah, and and that is not <laughs> yeah. the attitude you should have at any point ever. And they should try and go on to be an invincible team. I think that would be a really good thing for them to try and do. So they should obviously do that. I don't. The main thing is I don't believe that with a fixture change that he would um that he would play his best eleven against Shrewsbury. I just don't believe that. I I think he would take the opportunity to play all the youngsters still, mm. the same way Potter did in in first of all the first round of the League Cup and then to an extent in the FA Cup. Yeah, and I agree. And I, and, I, and while I think um, while I think a lot of us, um, especially for the bigger teams, like to see um, the youngsters get their, you know, get a run out in, in the cup and um, see some players who potentially don't start an awful lot. Um, I do think that, like I said earlier, like if you don't want to play a replay, because, you know, them's the rules, mm. win your fucking game. Yeah. Play your best team. You he, know, did, he did bring Salah on. Yeah, and he did, and he did, and and I truly think that, especially after that performance against Everton, that he felt like that team that he fielded were capable of going out there and mm. beating Shrewsbury, and yeah. so I'm sure a lot of us did as well. Mm. But well, they they should have done really. But really, you you look at the teams that um, that um, Pep has always, and and I will say that I, I do think Manchester City have absolutely ridiculously good depth across the board because they've obviously spent, yeah apart spent, from that centre back you know, yeah, yeah yeah and full backs but, but, but yeah everywhere know, else the fact got that you know yeah. Mares has played quite a lot this season but Mares potentially doesn't start their yeah. games and stuff well, you know although they haven't actually got that as much depth this season because they've got <clears> long term injuries like with well Laporte's back now but like when Laporte and Sané out and Fernandinho, yeah. Fernandinho like last year you, they're, they're, a lot of their rotation players were now but let's take in the team. In, let's but take yeah, into I agree. Their whole, know, their fully fit squad. They have much. Let's more take into options. account the 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 teams that Klopp, um, that Pep um, Guardiola, sorry, has actually put out since he's been at Manchester City. He has fielded some really strong teams mm. against some quite poor teams. I remember yeah, when yeah. they 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 played. Was it Burton in the Carabao across those two legs? I think they yeah. might have won nine nil or something. Yeah, they won. The they, 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 yeah, they. You know, I think they won like seven nil in one game. You know, but that is respecting it's respecting your opposition yeah, yeah, yeah. well it's they played they played their best team against you know, Swansea they they did and, and, and went 2-0 down ultimately even playing playing those strong teams Manchester City have actually made it really difficult for themselves across domestic competitions yeah. over the past few seasons I know that they had um, 
those ties against Bristol City mm. um, a few seasons back as well where they really struggled and, and Swansea as well where it looked for a, at least for a half an hour 20 minutes that they might potentially lose the game mm. but but you look at those Graham Potter Swansea Graham Potter Swansea exactly <laughs> you look at those those the two sides of the coin there and you know I don't I don't think that you should always peg Pep up against Klopp because they're very different managers they've got the very different styles but it, but it is yeah. the narrative and I think two if you look at that and you look how much respect Pep has for the tournament um, and on the flip side perhaps what Klopp doesn't ultimately this is also a t- tournament that Klopp hasn't won yeah, and a tournament that Liverpool haven't won for a while yeah yeah well, so, well and to win, a, to win a double is a big deal yeah, like, like obviously the league title is the most important thing, but we oh, it would it, it'd be a treble though because of yeah. the Club World Cup. Oh yeah, it's obviously you yeah, know. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, did they win the Community Shield or something as well? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, you know, yeah. They, um, quadruple. That's a that's a, a joke. The Jose double, yeah, isn't it? Jose winning the winning the, yeah. winning the um, Community Shield, but yeah, the bronze were. But I I think that ultimately, football is quite often dictated by what the most biggest and most powerful teams won and I mm. think it that if the narrative of the FA Cup being an inconvenience is going to be on the lips of somebody like Jurgen Klopp then I think that we're really really in trouble here yeah you know? I, think, I think it's although it's it's still going to be <coughs> enjoyable like what, what would be really enjoyable is if Shrewsbury not on the mount that would be really funny and it would be a proper, <laughs> proper big like fuck you yeah. to them as well wouldn't that, it? that's the stuff that's still there though that stuff is all still in the FA Cup the, the little team going up against the big team the underdogs that all is still yeah, there yeah you always hear cup. about oh yeah. um, you know this player who grew up as a Liverpool fan yeah, then yeah. scoring against Liverpool and you just yeah. think that's that's what it's about yeah, isn't it's, it really it's, it's grassroots but uh, well the problem is now though that there are too many good teams that they have to beat to have, uh, to have any sort of realistic chance of getting something out of the tournament yeah they're, they're even even the sort of average Premier League teams now are just infinitely better yeah than, and, than and, and you know and while we'd still sit here and say that potentially the magic isn't still in the cup as much as we might yearn for it mm. I think uh, one aspect of that is that the good teams always win it yeah like you know really like like especially in the last you few know, years the, the, people always talk about the magic of the cup but it really only exists up to a certain point of the tournament. Mm. And obviously Watford get into the final last season, or it would have been Wolves, would have been, yeah. or, or potentially even Brighton if you'd have managed to knock City out, which never really looked particularly likely. But Yeah, it, but, we, it was 1-0 for most of the game. Yeah, but, but, doesn't but, really mean an awful lot when yeah, you play it, against it, City, it, does it? It, 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 didn't, it, it didn't feel like we were going to go through at any point. Um, but, but yeah. you know, the last team, what, Wigan won it? Um, under yeah. Martinez in yeah. 12 I want to say 2012 yeah that was the last little, and then before, little team and then that before that it was Portsmouth yeah, Harry, Harry Redknapp's Portsmouth in 2008 yeah yeah you know which actually denied um, Manchester United from winning a treble that year yeah yeah because that was the Ronaldo year 45 goals across the season you know Tevez Berbatov you mm. know what a crazy team they won the Champions League that year against Chelsea in the final as well mm. uh, I think that was the Chelsea year 2008 potentially can't remember yeah. Could be wrong on that. Maybe Barca or something. Could be wrong. Anyway, but the the, the good teams always win. Yeah. You know, so like Generally. perhaps the magic of the cup is disappearing because of that as well. Mm. Because ultimately, if the big teams are just going to win it, then isn't it just them flexing in... Sh- should there be a league trophy without any of the top 10 in the Premier League? Oh, see, I don't like but that. would that. be you shit. Know, Obviously, that like would that. be shit. I, I and I, I'm, but that's just like... that. But that, that's the thing. That's, that's the... Um, I, I think there's there's very little <clears throat> I remember having this conversation on another podcast a few years ago and the problem is is there's very little that you can do to organically make the FA Cup or any exactly. trophy more exciting exactly everything is going to look forced yeah yeah and doing and, any kind of changes kind of points towards the fact that it's broken mm. in a way and that you know and, and I do remember somebody mentioning to me at the time that um, it was one of the most watched competitions worldwide it's actually still very watched but like the prize money is virtually non-existent it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't buy you a player mm. um, and yeah Europe is, is a prize but like we already clarified it does the, 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 the best thing the people who benefit the most out of a cup final between the, a big two big teams are the team that finish seventh or eighth because they get an extra European spot don't they yeah yeah which is I, I think it should go to the runner up but you go into the, you go into the qualifying rounds yeah, yeah. a bit and stuff yeah. um, I could be wrong on this but I think it used to go to the runner up 
Yeah, because uh, I remember yeah, that when it, when we I got like to the yeah when West Ham got to that um, that Steven Gerrard FA mm. Cup final at the Millennium 2006, uh, we actually ended up in the qualifying rounds for the yeah. um, for the Europa League, which unfortunately we've never seemed to have taken that seriously, which is really frustrating. Um, yeah. Because, like you said earlier, like to see our teams play in Europe would be exciting at yeah. any kind of level. Would How be sick great, would it be to just go and play? Like, obviously they're in the Champions League now, yeah. but like back in the day, like go play Ajax and play Sevilla. Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be know, so but, sick. but they could end up there, you know, because of the, the third place in the Champions League means they mm. end up there if you get far enough and stuff. But, mm. but you know, so so yeah, I mean, we've had a, a pretty decent weekend by all accounts of, of, yeah, of FA Cup football, and as far as I'm concerned, and I don't want to speak for you, but hopefully that will continue to to happen this season and into the coming seasons as well but you know as as unfortunately football is and has been over the, the years and it's kind of the way of the world with, with respect to everything it's shaped by what the most powerful and rich want and, and if they if they want to not be involved or if they want to just field their shit teams or whatever then they're going to continue to do that and I don't think that the FA or any governing body in any other countries respectively are going to have much luck getting them to take it seriously if they yeah. don't want to or anything no, like that. So, but you know, for the normal fan, for the you know pie at half time, you know all of that sort of nah, stuff. Pie before yeah. kickoff, mate. Before kickoff. Always. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Albion hat trick challenge is uh, one before kickoff, one at half time, and one after. The perfect hat trick is the chicken pie, steak pie, and the special pie, which is the guest pie. Sometimes it's chicken ball tea, chicken and treat. So Christmas, yeah. Christmas oh, yeah, pie, yeah. partial, you know? yeah, yeah, mate. But 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 yeah, you know. So 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 we'll we'll see what happens with it. Yeah. But but hopefully the you know because it, it it's a great tournament, the oldest domestic trophy in the world, and um and that still stands for a lot in 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 this age where you know everything's moving at a rapid pace and you know you can't keep up with with where you're supposed to be at with things and what you're supposed to think about things and stuff but I know that I still think the FA Cup is fucking sick and I mm. and I want wish that people took it as seriously you know yeah. I dream of seeing West Ham win the FA Cup yeah yeah dream yeah. of it like, I, I, do you know what I, I really quite frankly I openly don't want us to win the Carabao Cup really I know it sounds crazy because you know it's not exactly like we can as West Ham fans we can exactly pick and choose which trophies we want to win but mm. I've never seen West Ham win a trophy that isn't the playoff final and the playoff final for you've experienced that as well no. no you came no, up never, automatically never. did you yeah both times because um, we're too good for the right, division right mate fucking hell but you know but you know, for for you know, I don't know, QBR fans and 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 and, and I, I kind of think fans the playoffs are bollocks sometimes. Though we 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 we're gonna we're gonna talk about this on a, a future podcast on whether yeah. this potentially needs some reform as well. But but it's an exciting day. But to see my team win a, uh, to see my team win a trophy would be fantastic. I'm 24 years old now. I don't want it to be the Cowboy Cup because I know that I'll give it large on my group chat and people are going to be like, yeah, well done, mate. You won the Carling Cup. You won the you won the Mickey Mouse Cup. It doesn't mm. mean shit. You know what I mean? So I want to win the... Yeah, but I, only, I think I think people would say that if you won, if you got into Europe. They'd be like, oh, well done, you got into the Europa League. Like, yeah, like, maybe. People said yeah. that about Burnley. Like, yeah, no one gave yeah, a shit but, when Burnley yeah, got in the Europa yeah, League, but, shite, but it was amazing but, for them. You yeah, know? But, but you know, like, I, yeah. you know... At least you you, you you give it large for yeah, a little yeah, I bit. Know. When yeah, you, when oh, I, I cup, would. If we won the league cup, I would. I could never wear never. I would wear my Brighton shirt for the rest of my life. Oh, I don't know about the yeah. The league cup would be. I, I, I would, be I cool. It's that. a trophy ultimately, but yeah, I've waited right. this long to see West Ham win a trophy, and I would just like it to be a proper proper trophy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and we're not going to win anything better than the FA Cup, of yeah. which there are trophies available. We're not going to win anything better than the FA Cup, um, unless we get that Saudi money in at some point potentially, but. Um, but you know we'll, we'll see right everybody appreciate you listening as always we're on Spotify now as well so um, you can access our content a lot easier um, at your leisure as well so hopefully we will see you guys very soon appreciate you listening see you later Harry mate bye bye